As sacred pleasure practices begin to have maximum effect in your life, are you cock-blocking all that the universe is bringing to you? Or are you continually expanding your ability to receive? In this super fucking fantastic episode, Elise and Lisa dive into the idea of how to have grace in receptivity. Hello, this is Lisa Wade, and I am welcoming you back to this week's episode of OMG Spot, Pillow Talk for the Soul. I am so excited to be here with co-host Elise Shellman. How are you today? I am good. Good. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we are jumping into a topic that has been a little challenging for both of us. So this idea of grace in the receiving So sacral energy, the sacred pleasure concept um, is also wrapped up in the energy of actually receiving pleasure, receiving goodness in our lives. And when we start doing sacred pleasure work and actually activating the almost like the magnetizing power of the sacral, then all this good stuff starts flowing to us. But we've both had experiences within the past week, couple weeks, where, man, our brains can really get in the damn way of enjoying these new opportunities and what we receive. Whew. So this seemed like a fertile topic. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We've talked so much about why we do this. And I'm hitting up to that point of, okay, this is working. What the fuck do I do now? <laughs> right I'm learning how to receive I'm magnetizing my desires it's coming in and it's here and there it's unfamiliar Mm -hmm. and I don't quite know what to do with my hands (laughs) so I fall back into old patterns of shutting it down or feeling guilty and I want to feel good right we did this because we are so into the idea that we're here to feel good it gets to feel good it is and then holy shit it's getting better and better and And better better. (laughs) now what (laughs) it's like how much better or how much pleasure can we actually allow ourselves to receive with grace and feel good about it rather than getting all up in our brains and talking ourselves out of what the universe is bringing our way It's like we're trying to put the universe in a little tiny box and say, "Mm, I know I wanted this, but can you give it to me in smaller bites and in this specific way so I can feel more comfortable rather than (laughs) bring it all on, baby, bring it all on. Uh, Yeah. So we both have, I don't know if you want to talk about your upcoming trip, but you know, we've both kind of manifested these trips that were kind of unexpected yeah and having some thoughts around that (laughs) yes yeah so for mine it was really cool I had an amazing self-pleasure practice experience and right after I get a message from a friend who says I'm going on vacation I need you to come with me so I have a travel buddy all expenses paid we're having spa days we're going snorkeling we're going to the beach like 
alone. And my first thought was, I can't, no, I can't. I can't go. I have responsibilities. I have work. It's Easter weekend. I have a teenager who totally wants an Easter basket. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> and I immediately went into guilt. And then of course I had to message you and like have a therapy session around like, okay, I can see my story that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Right. And all these shoulds that are ruling my life and this idea of, well, I'm not going to be a good mom if, and I'm not a good, um, worker if, and I'm not a good wife if I allow myself these things. And it's completely self-imposed because my daughter was the first person I talked to. She goes, mom, you have to go, go for me. No, you go do that for me. And I'm like, it's okay that it's Easter. I don't care. <laughs> I'm her right now. That's awesome. And then my husband said the same thing. I said, babe, how, how is it okay? Cause I've been really caught up in, as I've transitioned into a new career and the money has not yet come in, been really caught up in my self-worth being tied to making money. And it's something that I've been working with for months. And so I straight up asked him like, how is it okay for me to go when I'm not making any money? Like you should be the one going on vacation. You're working your ass off. It's like, well, you're working your ass off too right? My, my labor just hasn't come into fruition in the, in the form of finances. It's like, but you're not paying for anything. Why wouldn't you go? And so I have all this support saying go and internally was my response. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, ah. Let me block this receive, please. Or allow it, but feel really shitty about it in the process. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. But now I'm feeling really guilty. And I immediately went to, okay, how can I repay her? What can I do for her? Like, what is the exchange? And I made it all about me and I got very narrow minded mm -hmm. and focused on how I'm feeling and what it's doing for me rather than taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture. And thank God I have you in my life to redirect me. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah <laughs> and knowing that I could go back to these self-pleasure practices to help to transmute this and go back to the practices to help find understanding of what is here what's mm -hmm. available for me what are the growth opportunities here for me so that I can move through it rather than just sit in the I'm not worthy energy <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And, and maybe that's part of the next level or at your, just a part that we always have to go back to maybe with the self-pleasure practices is as our manifestations, as our life, as our pleasure increases, it's also important to, to continue working on our own perspective of self-worth. So that as pleasure rises, so does our recognition that we are worthy of more and more pleasure, more and more opportunity, more and more of our desires being, being met and being yes. drawn to us. And so the self-worth or self-love piece never goes away. It just keeps spiraling upward and continues being, being important in terms of our own focus. I so appreciate that reminder because it's so easy when you're in it. To number one thing, I already dealt with this. I thought I worked through this, <laughs> but 
then to also realize the the beauty of this work of the sacred self-pleasure is that it's ever expanding. Mm -hmm. And so of course our, you know, inner growth game gets to expand along with it and continually hit up against what we've worked through before to work through it at an even bigger level. Yeah. And, and that has to expand for us to expand how much good we're willing to receive. Yes. And our thoughts, oh man, brains are tricky little bastards. <laughs> it really can be. Um, because it's so easy to like feel good until we start thinking, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, I'm so excited for this opportunity or so grateful or, or whatever. But then, you know, when the guilt, the shame, the whatever, you know, starts kicking in, it's like the brain just throws this wet blanket of non-pleasure, the opposite of pleasure, the turn off, you know? And that's really what it is, the thoughts that end up being the turn off to our turn on. And that's no fun. <laughs> that's no fun at all. So looking at how can we almost like intercept those thoughts so that they don't get in the way of the pleasure. Um, you know, it was just a little over a month ago that I was in a, a sacred self-pleasure session and I, and you know, it, I'm having a whole dialogue with my inner masculine energy and inner feminine energy. And they're having this whole conversation and I'm having fun and <laughs> listening and participating. <laughs> But it was like the, the inner masculine energy said, what do you want? What do you desire? Be clear with me what you really desire and allow me to help bring it to you. I'm like, well, okay, just, oh, okay. <laughs> you know. And so I remember it was three things. It was, um, I thought the long shot was the, I want a vacation that includes both beach and mountains, like in the same, same space. Um, secondly, I was, I was getting ready to launch the, um, sexual energy alchemy program. And I wanted, I wanted to fill that program. I wanted there to be enthusiasm and excitement, you know, around that program. So I wanted like the right clients to be brought to me. And then finally, I wanted to know what it feels like to be adored by someone I adore. So those were the three things. And the program, I knew I was launching it soon. So I figured within the next month, you know, that would happen. Vacation, I don't know, maybe six months, actual relationship, hell, it could be a couple of years, you know? And so that that was kind of where my, my logical mind, you know, kind of wanted to go. And I'm like, oh, you don't, you don't get to say right now because I'm self-pleasuring and I'm having fun. You just need to get out of here. So, um, so anyway, you know, I, I put those specific desires out there and, and it's like my inner divine masculine said, okay, cool, done. Check, check, check. So I have my nice, nice big O and go on with my day, you know, and really didn't think much about it other than, oh, can it really work like this? Is it really possible to set the desires from a, from a you know, divine feminine perspective the divine masculine going, all right, let's make this happen. And then just, is that possible? And seriously, it was within the next two days that this, you know, two week vacation to Kauai comes up <clears throat> and literally out the balcony window, 
here's here's the like cove that the resort was on with the beach and on the other side of the cove was mountains so literally out my window i'm seeing ocean beach and mountains right there I'm like wow you do good work thank you <laughs> oh that's awesome kicked off the program the program you know i wanted 10 people in it we've got 10 people in it and so that was that was exciting and and me just really launching into I need to teach this stuff on a bigger on a bigger level, and I had my own fears around that that I've been working through, but that was beautiful. And then out of the blue, totally out of the blue, here 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 comes this fella. <laughs> and I've never quite experienced the whole what it's like to feel adored by someone I adore until now. And it is the most beautiful thing. And I've done a hell of a job trying to get in the way in a whole lot of, of all of them, you know, allowing my brain to throw the wet blanket on my turn on, you know, um, by wondering all kinds of things around guilt or am I worthy or is this safe or you know, on all of those, those three different elements brought within a month. Thank you, divine masculine. Thank you, universe. Thank you, you know, divine feminine. All of it brings it within a month. And trying to not let my brain get in the way of actually enjoying all of it to its fullest extent has been an ongoing challenge. An ongoing challenge. Whew. And, and I think part of it is um, when we have certain expectations on how things have to look, like if I go on vacation, then I need to split the cost half, you know, 50 fifties with somebody else for it to feel fair. You know, and in this instance, it was my mom, my daughter and I, when we went on vacation, first of all, the cost wasn't a whole lot because it was stuff that my mom was going to lose if she didn't use. And so we just got to go along for the ride airline tickets we paid for with credit card points, you know, so it was not like we were expending more money for that. Um, you know, when we got there, we had some expenses, but my mom's finally like, look, I, she's 71. She said, I am still working specifically to be able to go on vacations. That's why I'm working. I want you as my travel buddy. That's the bottom line. You carry stuff, <laughs> you plan logistics, you drive. I do. I am more adventurous when you're, you know, leading the show because you get me out of my comfort zone and we go have fun. That's important to me. Your money is no good with me. And I've got, I can't, I can't allow that. I still can't allow that. You know, she says these things and she, she has no bills. She has no bills, you know? So yeah, she, she earns money to go on vacation, but yet I get in the way of, Ooh, but if I'm not doing my fair share, then somehow I need to feel guilty. She's like, but I wouldn't even be able to do this at all if it wasn't for you being here because it's not like I'm going to go by myself. So I've really been working to like rethink everything around that. I still paid for way more than she wanted me to because just out of my own, you know, that just, mm. um, and I could tell that that frustrated her because in her mind, she wanted to do this for me and Riley. And every time I broke out my credit card, it was like I was denying her that opportunity to to create special memories and do things for me and and her granddaughter yeah and that once i started realizing 
that when we don't receive well, it's almost almost an insult to the giver. You're cock blocking pleasure for the other person. <laughs> yes, cock blocking pleasure for the other person, cock blocking the receive from the universe, you know, cock blocking our desires that we've put in motion from actually being received. Which is crazy. Yeah. Why do we do that? Oh, do do that? let me tell you all the reasons. <laughs> You know, I have so much to say after all that. So number one, fuck yes, you're awesome. I am so happy for you. I'm it so works. It works. It works. You're doing it and it's working and it's pouring in and my heart is so happy for you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and in terms of learning how to receive, it's so funny when we think about manifestation, because that's really what we're talking about, right? Is manifestation. It's so easy to get caught up in how, how is this going to happen? We want our brain engaged and we want it very logical and we want it linear and we want it step-by-step. Step. And the reality is the moment we try and control the process, we contract the process. Ooh, right. Yeah. Because we don't know everything that's available. We don't have the higher perspective that our guides have, that the universe has, right? I mean, talk about perspective. And so when we think we know how, we put up blinders and then we don't do our job. And we only have two jobs when it comes to manifesting. Know what you want, know how to receive it. Oof. Right? Whoa. Those are really hard jobs sometimes. <laughs> Oh, know what you want, know how to receive it. Mm -hmm. We don't have to figure out the how, we just choose the focus, mm -hmm. right? Because what we focus on is where energy flows. And so as long as we're willing to stay crystal clear in our vision and keep the focus there, and then we're moving all our energy, like we're adding sacred self-pleasure practices to that, that's amping up massive amounts of energy for that to come into fruition right? It's the whole creation energy <gasps> concept. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the knowing how to receive it though, like you said at the beginning, it's this ever evolving process, right? This upward spiral that's continually expanding that it's, it's a stretch zone every time of like, <gasps> is it safe? Is it really okay to go there? And one of the factors is our critter brain, our brain who is, you know, the ego side of us that's designed to keep us safe and to keep us safe is to keep us in what we know, mm -hmm. right? And so anytime something new presents itself, it's going to automatically activate the critter brain. And that's where the logic wants to come and say, wait, okay, well, if we're gonna do it, we have to be controlled and we have to be planned and contracted a certain way <laughs> or it's not gonna happen. Yeah, manifesting that way, number one, doesn't work and it's fucking miserable. <laughs> I love the, the, the contrast between expansive and contractive, expansive, contractive, because that's really what we have learned, I think, to, to gear more toward with the sacred self-pleasure practices is that expansiveness, you know, being one with more than just our clit, you know, or, or whatever, but, but allowing that energy to flow, to be expansive, to be amplified, to, you know, to, to move throughout the entire body into the earth, into the cosmos everywhere to be connected in, in all of these ways. 
And so to contract what that brings us seems so counter to the point. <laughs> Just so counter. Uh, I was telling you a story at one point about um, I, a man that I, I was in um, a two-year school for spiritual direction with it, program. And um, he was telling me about this energetic leadership, like three-month program. And it sounded like a perfect fit for something that I would want to pursue. But at the time, you know, my husband had lost his job. Money was really, really tight. And you know, it was like 1200 bucks. And I, ju I just couldn't swing it at the time. I just wasn't in a place to be able to justify that expense in my mind. Well, all of a sudden, a scholarship becomes available for that particular program. And his comment to me was, just please remember that the grace is in the receiving. The grace is in the receiving. And that so shifted my thought about that right then, that I'm allowing the flow of grace to come through me rather than cock blocking grace, you know, that the real grace is allowing it to flow to and to and through me. And so at that moment I thought, okay, and I'm gonna be able to pay this forward at some point. I'm gonna be able to help someone else to pay it forward in a way that benefits someone else. And you know, as a result, I've seen and I've, I've made sure to create probably at least four or five different opportunities where I've paid that forward, you know, not with that particular program, but you know, same amount for other people to be able to participate and do things that were relevant and meaningful to them. And was so grateful when they received that. You know, one wouldn't receive it all. And I knew she was one that really needed to receive this and she wouldn't receive it all. So I went around and created another opportunity where it felt safer for her to receive because she wouldn't feel guilty and singled out. And then she received, and then, you know, the, the so much grace has flown since that. I mean, it's just been beautiful, but it was interesting to recognize myself five years ago in her creating obstacles or resistance to the received where she was just going to say completely, no, just absolutely. No, I can't do that. When she really, really, really wanted to, but she didn't want the guilt of the receive. And so and there didn't have to be guilt. That was the thing. The guilt was her choice. Right. It was her choice. Uh, so presented in a little different way. It was less, less guilt inducing, you know? And so finally she, she was in it. It's been, it's been beautiful, but um, I, I'm fascinated when I, when I just see reflections in other people of what they're doing going, oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> oh, I was there. Yeah. Yeah, and to cultivate grace in the receptivity, you know, my question was, how? <laughs> how do I do that? Uh, how do I transmute the guilt? How do I allow myself to find ease in this? And when I took that inquiry into the sacred self-pleasure practice, the response was simply to shift the perspective, to stop looking at just me and having the world revolve around me and realize that it's about partnership, right? It's about me and the other person. And what is happening in our energetic exchange when I'm blocking that? Mm -hmm. And how much joy am I taking away from the giver when I'm blocking that? And it, you know, we've talked about before on previous episode how giving pleasure enhances pleasure, right? Right. So 
if I'm getting caught up in my stories about why I should feel guilty, coming up with all the reasons, right? I'm not allowing the flow to take place. And we know stagnancy creates disease, mm. right? Whenever we're not in flow, we're creating illness, dis-ease somewhere in our body and within our sphere. And nobody wants that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no pleasure. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And so it's one thing to, to focus on the bringing in the bringing in of pleasure or the pursuit of pleasure, the pursuit of sacred pleasure. It's another thing to fully allow the receive of what that pleasure brings to us, especially if we, if, if, if we're willing to recognize the manifestation power, the creative power of sacred pleasure to positively affect our lives, mm -hmm. to bring us our heart's desire to allow us to experience in the world what we're passionate about more than just physical passion, but like legitimately passionate about and to actually allow that to feel good, to be pleasurable instead of making it feel bad by all the crap we throw on top of it with our brains. <sighs> yes. <laughs> For some of us, our brains are pretty overactive. <laughs> I will speak for myself here. But <laughs> so, so learning how to kind of rein in some of that talk, you know, some of the stories that, that we tell ourselves and really start thinking about, again, thinking about, but intercepting some of those thoughts and some of those stories in a matter of, is the story serving me or not? You know, is the story constrictive or is the story expansive? Mm -hmm. And so often the stories that get in the way of pleasure are those contractive guilt, shame, you know, other than limiting stories, as opposed to the expansive limitless stories that I think the universe is actually trying to help us see are possible. Absolutely. Like creating the fairy tale. And there are plenty of people in the world who will say, well, fairy tales aren't real. You need to live in reality. And this is how the world works here in 3D and, you know, and I'm one of these people. I, I want the fairy tale. If I can envision it, if I can dream it, if I can desire it, then why say no? Nah. Oh, you want to hand it to me on a platter? Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll pass. I like this crappy little story better. Yeah. <laughs> but I we do that. It's also important to understand that our stories are serving a purpose. And when we allow ourselves to acknowledge that they are there to keep us safe, or at least to keep us in perceived safety, mm -hmm. right? Because it's so easy to then create the shame spiral once again. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's that story. Well, why do I have these stupid little stories? Why can't I open myself up to more? And right. And realizing that those stories are there for a reason. They are serving a purpose and the purpose is safety or perception of safety. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we can honor that. And when we can honor it, it's going to transmute so much more than trying to ignore or avoid it. Yeah. Thank you for that. And I'd like to see what it feels like outside this comfort zone. Yeah.
<laughs> you know, the growth zone or what, what did we, we were talking about this the other day. It was stretch zone. Stretch. In the stretch zone. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I happily receive all the opportunities that are here to teach me how to receive more and more and more. Yes. Bring it on. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> yeah. Joyfully, gracefully, and gratefully happy to receive all those lessons. Yeah. So I am, I'm constantly in awe of the power of sacred pleasure practices. So when we talk about manifestation, there is no such thing as instant manifestation. Though it may seem instant or mm -hmm. pretty damn close, right? You had some big asks and then bam, 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 there they are right away. That is because you have been building up to this precipice, right? Where it was just like, you just needed that one more straw on the camel's back and you're there, right? You've built the critical mass to move into that space. Mm -hmm. And that happens by doing the work, yeah. right? Like you've been building up to this for years because you've been committed to this for years. Right, right. Right, and when it does give birth to all these glorious things and we go, just keep doing it more. <laughs> baby back <laughs> go have another orgasm rewire your body to receive that so it feels fucking good yep <laughs> there you go there rinse you go repeat. rinse and repeat <laughs> rinse and repeat oh <laughs> uh, and then always have i mean enjoy the moment of what's being brought but also not being afraid to say okay and what do i desire next Mm -hmm. and what's next and what's next you know not not from a place of entitlement but from a place of ensuring lack of stagnation because it's great to get here but what would here feel like or over here or here you know I mean that those different rungs on the ladder it's okay to keep having desire to climb because this can be a limitless opportunity and experience and when we when we decide okay, I'm going to plateau here. Okay. This feels, this, this feels really good. And I don't think I can accept any more pleasure. Just can't. And nope, no more good can, can flow into my life. We just limit, you know, again, block, cock, block the receive. Yeah. Mm. So how's your thinking now about your upcoming vacation? Uh, I'm excited for you. Me too. It feels juicy. Yay. And, and my thought now is how can I receive with grace? What does that look like? And what does that look like in how I respond to the giver? Mm -hmm. And what is the way that I can maximize the pleasure that's available in this scenario? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That feels good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maximize it for her too. And, yeah. you know, if you come in with a super grateful attitude, not one of, of feeling guilty or you know somehow like you're receiving handouts you know that's not the spirit in which it's intended at all but going in with oh my god let's have so much freaking fun and make this so amazingly remarkably memorable that it's going to be a highlight of her life you know if you go in with that kind of energy oh, talk about such a, a brilliant gift back yeah just in the energetic gift back oof 
Yes. So on the next vacation with your mama, Mm -hmm. (laughs) are you going to allow yourself to fully receive? Um, I, I will, I will work to do better. Yes. Yes. I will work to do better. You know, part of it, it's funny because my, my daughter also has certain stories that she's been told or certain stories that play in her mind. And I can tell every time my mom pulls her credit card out to pay for something, it's like, right. My daughter gives me the side eye, like, aren't you going to pay for anything? (laughs) You know? So I intentionally, I intentionally pay for things more to ease my daughter's guilt around it. And that's her own stories that I know exactly where those stories are coming from. I I know where those seeds are planted. Um, But that's also been interesting to see. And so I've had to have conversations with her about that too and say, look, you need to understand Grammy currently has four sources of income coming in and zero bills. I mean, this is not a stretch for her and it brings her joy to be able to do this for us. If it was any kind of a stretch, of course it would be a different dynamic, but it's just not. And so I hope that in having those conversations, I can help her shift some of the perspectives around around that as well. Because I, I really do think we do a disservice to our kids when we plant the seed of ooh, let's feel guilty when good things come into our life. Let's feel guilty when people want to be kind and generous to us. Let's feel guilty when the universe brings us incredible opportunity and people and experiences. Let's just shit on them by feeling guilty, you know, instead of really enjoying them. I don't want my daughter going through life believing that because it doesn't have to be true for her. So if I can do a better job even of role modeling grace in the receive, then maybe she can too. And I know that she will appreciate when she's in a position to be able to give when someone has grace in receiving what she gives. And so I, as mamas, that's an interesting concept, you know, because it's one thing to get out of our own damn way in receiving pleasure and receiving the gifts of the universe, but it's another thing to do it in such a way that we show and role model how it can be done gracefully. And I'm not sure I made that connection until this conversation. (laughs) Oh, the ripples. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a big one. It's good. Dang, that's a big one. Mm, 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 mm. So then thinking about how do we intercept those thoughts? Awareness is the first step, Mm -hmm. right? We can't change or transform anything we're not aware of. So being able to catch ourselves and realize, okay, I'm choosing guilt. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing into my old story, right? And then asking what else is possible. It's one of my favorite questions. What else is possible to at least open the doorway that it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when, go do some self-pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and then go work it out for real. <laughs> you know, one of the phrases that you use that I just love is, and, and this is what we're doing when we get guilty and, and block the receive is what am I making this mean about me? And you've been so good about encouraging, don't make it mean anything about you. What, why, why are you doing that? That's when, you know, 
that's when unfortunate attachments are, are created. And so becoming aware of, you know, not only the guilt, but ooh, and what at some subconscious level am I making this mean about me? And is that really true? Is that true? And if it's not true, then learn from the awareness and go on, just go on. It feels a lot better. I mean, it, when you think about it, it's pretty silly to engage in sacred self-pleasure, to set your desires, to have them come to you, and then to feel bad about them. <laughs> <laughs> it, would be, it makes so much more sense to be excited and grateful and actually feel the pleasure in the receive of the non-physical gifts, you know, when I say non-physical, I mean non-orgasmic, I guess, but you know, the non-orgasmic pleasure that we have an opportunity to experience as well, whether it's the emotional pleasure, the, you know, mental stimulation pleasure, the trips, the, you know, whatever the clients, so whatever it is, our ability to contribute in an even bigger way in the world, I mean, any of that, to enjoy that ride, to enjoy that journey, because that's what I believe the universe, the divine wants us to do is to enjoy it. That's why we engage in sacred self-pleasure is to enjoy it and the fruits that come along with it. <sighs> yes. Yes. Breathe into that. Ooh. Yeah. Can we allow the good and feel good about it? the answer is absolutely yes yeah fuck yes we can <laughs> let's yes. use it to that <laughs> fuck yes and can we <laughs> the other day so somebody asked how are you doing i said i'm fantastic oh i don't know that i'm quite fantastic i'm like oh we need to work towards super fantastic or super fucking fantastic <laughs> that's the last time i i uh Engaged in sacred self-pleasure. Yeah. Okay. So last night, <laughs> and it was like, and I cracked up laughing afterwards. <laughs> it just, you know me, I'm cracking up and I'm like, oh, wow. I feel super fucking fantastic right now. <laughs> it just made me so happy. And when we can carry that into the receive as well, you yes. know, you feel super fucking fantastic about not just the O, but also the receive that maybe is um, a beautiful benefit of the work of the O, of the, you know, sacred self-pleasure and the ability to receive. Ah, it just makes life so much more fun. That's a good mantra. I feel super fucking fantastic because <laughs> you can't say it without feeling it. You got it. You got a grin. Fantastic. It feels good in your body. <laughs> Our new dance moves, the super fucking fantastic dance. <laughs> Get choreograph it, put it on TikTok. I'm in sensation. Love it. Oh, so good. So good. So how are we going to more gracefully receive this week? Hmm. Well, I'm going to say, I feel super fucking fantastic <laughs> receiving, and then make sure I return that energy. Perfect. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, I'll adopt that too then. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And I think there's something about becoming aware of when we are not feeling super fucking fantastic in the receive, just becoming aware, going, huh, what's that about? And then choosing to learn from it, 
and then choosing to blow it up if we want to, you know? And I, I think you hit such an important point about the stories and that stories have can have self-protective purposes. But as we're in this like upward spiral of, of consciousness, which is what the sacred self-pleasure practices produce, it's an upward spiral of, of consciousness. As we're going around each spiral, we're coming to many of the same stories over and over again, but we're able to look at them from a different perspective, from a higher perspective, and then decide, okay, does this still serve me here? Is this still serving me now? And if the answer is no, that it's constrictive and not still serving, then we have the opportunity to give thanks and move on, you know, and say, okay, what, what story could I be telling myself? Yeah. that is actually more of an expansive rather than a limiting and constrictive story. Yes. That feels pretty powerful. Ah, it's perfect. Yes. yes. All okay. right. No more, cock, no more cock blocking. <laughs> Fully receiving. No more cock blocking in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> There's no fun in the cock block. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but yet we do it all the time. Yeah. No more turn, no, no more brain imposed turnoffs mm -hmm. in terms of our receive. If we're trying to live life in a, in, a, in a juicy turned on way and turned on by life and all the yum that it brings our way, then yeah, we, we need allow the turn on. Allow the turn on, feed the turn on, mm. feed the turn on rather than choke it out. Yeah. Okay. Good shit, man. Thank you. <laughs> super fucking fantastic. <laughs> Let's go have a super fucking fantastic week now. Done. <laughs> and how many times can we say super fa fucking fantastic in one episode? Uh, <laughs> with that, <laughs> I wish you happy orgasms. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of OMG Spot Podcast. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think or request topics you'd like us to explore. You can email us at omgspotpodcast at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook under OMG Spot Podcast. Go have an orgasmic and pleasure-filled day.